Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. And welcome to Dice of Roll, the queerest Pathfinder podcast on the planet. We ask the hair questions like, Would you still love me if I were a worm that walks? No. <laughs> I wouldn't. Yeah. Damn. Yeah, but would you? So. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, this is the part where I, I don't often talk about my relationship with my loving, beautiful partner, Dave, because uh, that would get my ass kicked by Ritz and Luna. But to pull apart the curtain. <laughs> Gay bitch. Um, to pull apart the curtain. Um, <laughs> Every once in a while, Dave will ask me if I would love him if he were a worm. And my answer is always resolutely, hell no, bitch. You're so <laughs> fucking mean to me. You're terrible. <laughs> wow. For those who don't know the joke, it's, um, would you still love me if I were a worm? If, if would, you, do, would you love me for my personality? Taken up to the extreme of, would you still love me if I were in fact a small little wriggly worm? Well, you know what? I'm in it for Dave's. I, I'm in it for his looks and nothing else. That's a joke. I love you very much, Dave. I will murder you. <laughs> Take your hero point, Dave. Please don't hurt me. Thanks. I'll be taking three of them. So, Dave, you you would love me if I were a worm, because uh, unlike unlike me, you are a person of substance. <laughs> what the fuck is that? Um, would you love me if I were a worm that walks specifically, David? Is that if? If I had sacrificed my physical form to be food for a swarm of worms and become a sapient walking like person made of a swarm, would you still love me? Would you? Ritz, would you still be my buddy? I think I'd try to kill you. Okay, you wouldn't be able to because I'd be at least CR9. And I I don't mean to be rude, but you are definitely not you definitely do not have levels. I don't mean to be rude, but fuck you, you're not worth loving if you're a worm. Well, I'm not a worm. I'm many worms in the shape of a man. Yeah, well, none of your worms are worth loving. So fuck you. <laughs> Die. I hate you. Damn. <laughs> I will okay. call the fucking exterminator on your ass. Okay. Well, I would have arcane powers, so keep that in mind. Uh, well, uh, 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 fuck you. Where did the arcane powers come in? Where, did, the where was the ritual, Dave? The part why I subsumed myself in worms to become a powerful sorcerer. That part. Are you just like a fucked up lich? Yeah, that's basically what a worm that walks is. It's a fucked up lich. Oh my god, you mean the Pathfinder creature. <laughs> I was imagining, like, a single worm with legs. No, I'm, I'm, yeah. I'm the swarm bud- buddies. Okay. Oh, yeah, then yes. Yeah, of course. You would? Okay, thank you, Dad. Yeah, you're uh, still a person. You're just okay. worms. Yeah, well, there is actually no person left. It's only worms. My sapiens is uh, spread through all of them. Yeah, that's what I mean, is that you're, like, you still are, like, a functioning person because of that you don't okay. stop 
You're fine. Okay. Luna, would you still love me if I were a worm that walks? Say no. Choose, choose very carefully. Choose very carefully. Is that supposed to mean, huh? Well, it's the more... The fuck's that supposed to mean, bitch? It's more that, like, at the, I'm just letting you know. I'm not trying to sway your vote. But I'm letting you know that your vote hangs in the balance. Dave uh -huh. is pro... Keep pretending everything's <laughs> fine if I'm a worm that walks. Ritz is anti. If you vote either way, you may be declaring war on me as, a, as an entity. <laughs> and that might mean terrible things. Because I remind uh -huh. you, and again, I'm not trying to sway your vote, but I, I do remind you of my terrible <laughs> arcane powers. Remember, anti-worm spray. I also and remember, if even one worm from the worm that walks escapes, I can reform into a new worm that walks. Remember, we can trap dairy in a room and make sure that doesn't happen. Remember that worms are very small and can get out just... Oh, Remember that spaces. suck my penis and dick and balls. Remember to suck my penis and dick and balls, all of which are made of worms. <laughs> Get Choose fucked, Luna. worm boy. Choose Luna. Are you gonna hurt my boy? Probably not. Probably not? I mean, I can't tell you I'm worms. Sometimes accidents happen. Don't you have your sapience on all worms, Derry? Doesn't yeah, that mean you. that you'll be able to keep, keep yourself in control with all worms, Derry? Yeah, okay. Remember I what I told you when you were here, Derry? Don't hurt yeah. my boy. <laughs> Listen, I can barely control myself as a human. I don't know that I'll be able to do it as a, a riding mass of worms. I'll try not to. And now I hold you by your worm chin with an anti-magic gun. <laughs> <laughs> I Are you gonna hurt my boy? If so, this fucking bullet's going in your head, bitch. Um, in my worm voice, I say, No, you can trust me. I would never. That's not a trustworthy voice. <laughs> Why is that your worm voice? <laughs> I've been through some shit, man. <laughs> I, you don't know how difficult it is to become a worm that walks. You don't, you know don't fucking know how difficult it is. I've read the lore. That doesn't it's mean not... that you know the difficulties. It's <laughs> not real. Would we like to play some path? I think, I think Luna's... Qu I, you've taken a very diplomatic route, Luna, of... So long as you do not kill Dave, which I think is a very fair... No, hurt Dave. And I okay, mean hurt, hurt in any way. Okay. Well, you know, I'll never hurt his heart. Unless you he step, becomes a... You step on Dave's toe once, it's over, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> I have to, like, stub his toe when I'm moving my chair. Luna breaks through a window and fucking sprays me. <laughs> this is how I... This is how I, I've never worried about, about dating. I know that if anything happens... That KK will commit homicide for me. <laughs> I will. I've threatened all of your previous boyfriends. You have. And like when we became like friends in high school, and I first started dating like my first boyfriend, I think you like pulled him aside to threaten him. I did. <laughs> I like, did that like, with another one. Like we were fifteen. <laughs> and KK was like, "I'll kill you." Um. <clears throat> uh, would we like to play some Pathfinder? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> mm, yes. Previously in Fists of the Ruby Phoenix, our heroes made their way through the fractal jungle towards the glass lighthouse where they captured the final piece of the Conch of the Deep. They were shown a vision of the past and saw the rise and fall of Hao Jin and Sindara. Afterwards, they prepared to battle with Sindara's champions, expecting to see the lightkeepers, but instead finding Tino's toughest each of whom had been transmutated into terrible monsters, an Akuma, an Oni, a Gumiho, and a Daitengu. 
The Radiant Winds fought valiantly against Tino's toughest and were able to split these monsters from the bodies of their friends, sending the creatures home and saving their friends' lives. However, their friends now lie comatose, unable to wake up until Sundara is defeated. You all returned to the Yokai Night Market, hoping to get some help for your friends, and preparing for your last day on the island of Sundara, and the last day of Sundara the Sculptor. And everyone, are we uh, are we all hot, ready to hop into character? Yeah. Yeah. Fireworks flicker in an illusory sky. The Yokai Night Market thrives, but it is not the bustling hub that it was just the night before. Today, a somber mood settles over the market. Only hours before, Nasami, Sanku, and Chuji entered into the Night Market alongside Moku and Kader, and a seahorse carrying the bodies of Tinotum and Tino's toughest. You quickly brought them to the fish doctor, who has been keeping an eye on them and now has them resting on some mats inside uh, a little hut. But unfortunately, it doesn't look like things are going to get better for them anytime soon, unless the master of this demiplane is defeated. Rikanzo has given you all some space to kind of practice and train. And this is your final night as you sleep in the clearing where you've slept before, before you prepare to take on the Glass Lighthouse, fight the Lightkeepers, fight Sindara, and save the Ruby Phoenix. Everything you've done up until this point boils down to today. And we're going to go round the table and we're going to ask, how is everyone doing? What are you all up to? And, uh... How does it feel to be level 20? That's so wild. Isn't it just? (laughs) (laughs) So we're going to start with Chuji. She Chuji, how are you doing right now? You are on the outskirts of the Yokai Night Market. Um, The hustle and bustle of the market is still kind of going on over there. But you're out here. In the real world, you are sleeping. But here in your dreams, you are mentally preparing. And that mental preparation will, of course, carry on into the real world. It's yokai stuff. Dreams are real, but not yeah. real. How are you doing right now? Um, I think that Chuji is not just mentally preparing, but also physically. Oh yeah. I think I think that they're training right now. Um, I don't think that they've had many moments to themselves to physically, you know, like check how they're doing with their combat since the actual tournament itself um and right now i think that that's how they're getting their emotions out mm-hmm. chuji punches the shit out of a tree walk me through just paint a word picture right what is chuji physically doing they they're practicing something new <laughs> um okay. they they have their regular flames that that, that slide through the air as they as they practice their hits and kicks and punches um but there's kind of a weightlessness to it now Mm. um they look lighter on their feet somehow um maybe not more graceful but more 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 calculated i think more aware more there's an intentionality to your to your stance that was not there before 
Yeah. Less purely instinctual and more honed practice. Would that be fair? Yeah, I think so. Okay. Chuji, as you are practicing and you are like punching and kicking and fucking up this tree in front of you, um, let's talk a little bit about Chuji at level 20. The strongest of the strong. You have reached your goals of becoming the most powerful fighter in the world. That's like, you are now literally up there with legends, right? Yeah. Can you tell me what it, what happened this level? What did Chuji get? A few things, a few very interesting things. Um, probably smallest of all, they got their um, silly ability scores uh, up a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um, I have a plus six to strength now, a plus five to dex, plus five con. Um, yeah, you got three things up to um, max levels at once. It all came together at once. Chuji is extremely strong. <laughs> yeah, uh, I also got a, a plus one to intelligence. I, I think that makes sense. I think Chuji has learned a lot on their adventures. Enough to justify now having not a flat check to intelligence, but, but a, a plus, plus one. one to intelligence. <laughs> um, it's what else, great. What else you get this level? What do you get from martial artist? Uh, for martial artist, um, I got mountain quake. Okay, and what's mountain quake do? It makes my mountain stance even fucking sexier. Mm-hmm. Um... I get to stomp on the ground, and that creates a 20-foot emanation um, that creatures will take damage inside of. Um, the DC is 42, basic fortitude. Holy shit. Uh, and if they fail, they're fucking prone. Mm-hmm. So that's wild as fuck. Um, Chuji is extremely high AC. But let's talk about the big meal today. Let's talk about what Chuji is physically doing right now. Let's talk about your level 20 feet. Take it away. Fuse stance. Fuse stance lets me combine two stances into a single stance. And for this, I have chosen to combine stoked flame stance and crane stance into phoenix feather stance. So, Phoenix Feather Sense, when you gave me this name, I give you a hero point on the spot, because that's so fucking choice. <laughs> Essentially, what this stance does is it gives you the benefits of both uh, Stoke Flame and Crane Stance. Um, I allowed you to choose between Stoke Flame Stance and Crane Stance's attacks, even though it says you have to use the Crane Stance one while you're in Crane Stance. That's... You're not gonna... It's the end of the campaign. Yeah. It's a... Come on, I'm gonna let you use... You've been using Stoked Flames, uh, like, slashing or burning strikes or whatever this entire time. I'm not gonna be at the last minute for this incredibly cool roleplay thing with Phoenix Feather Stance. You have to use an objectively less cool attack. Um, while you were in uh, Phoenix Feather Stance, not only is your speed risen quite a lot, um, you also have a bonus to your uh, AC, and when you jump, you jump a little further. You can also finally use something you haven't used a lot, Crane Flutter, which when someone misses an attack against you as a reaction, you can kick them right back. Fuck yeah. Well, I guess in this case it would be Phoenix Flutter. Yeah. Um, and Chuji, is that you? That's Chuji, yeah. Okay. Masami, let's go take a look over at you. Okay. What are you doing? You know, Tino and Tino Stavis, they've been tucked away and they're being watched by doctors. You're off on the edge of the Yokai Night Market practicing and getting ready for Sindara's castle. 
How are you doing? What are you up to? And then let's talk about level 20. I think that um, Masami is probably training in another area. And um, this time for training, they aren't meditating. I think they're like physically training. Um, I think right now they're, they're uh, training up their speed and trying to push past... Um, they're trying to push past the speed that they had initially, while also trying to keep up magic in their hands. So you're kind of like reflex training, are you? Reflex training while also making it so while they're even casting a spell, they're still like keeping up their speed. I see. Okay. So you're. it's kind of like, a, I'd like to imagine it's kind of like a martial arts. Um, you try it and then you repeat. So like yeah. you could be standing there. You rush and do your thing. And then you reset mm -hmm. back into the starting position. Yeah, and I think in their head, they're, um, it's almost like they're training back with Hiroshi, where anytime they finish, they cartwheel and hop back and say, again, and they go again. <laughs> okay, so as you are doing this, Masami, let's take a look at your sheet, because level mm -hmm. 20 is no joke, huh? No. <laughs> what is your, let's go with your ability boost. What did you boost up? I boosted my charisma, my wisdom, my intelligence, and my dexterity. Very nice. Um, and your charisma may seem like a strange one to boost, but uh, I do see why you why you've done that. Yep, I want to make sure that my feints work. Mm -hmm. And uh, there's there's a feat you took this level for your rogue stuff, right? There is. Tell me about it. What's up? So for that one, that feat is Deny Support, which if I crit succeed or succeed at a deception check to faint, uh, that target can't flank with their allies until the beginning of my next turn. Mm-hmm. Which is Wh very useful for me, because if I'm fainting something, I don't want them to faint me back. Or exactly. flat foot me back. Um, it's a very, very nice one. And what about your level 20 feat? What happened over there? What's going on? So, I think this is the reason why they're training so hard. They have Supreme Spell Strike. <laughs> You've made it almost effortless to combine spells and attacks. You're permanently quickened. You can use your extra action only to strike or to recharge my Spell Strike. So, I don't have to waste a turn doing that anymore. So, I literally have another action to recharge if I need to. Which basically means you never, ever have to recharge ever again. Nope. Right? It just happens, and you're good, which is so nice. It also means I can just use my dimensional assault whenever I want to as well. Mm -hmm. You're not, like, saving it up for the right moment. You use it when you want to use it, you know? So if I have to get closer, I can get closer. <laughs> I will also say you can just use it to strike. So it's not mm -hmm. only used to recharge. You can also just be like, you know what? I want another attack this turn. Fuck you. Yeah. Which is very nice. And now, is that you, uh, Masami? Yeah. So, Sanku, Witch Prince of the Sea. I already know what you're doing. You and I have discussed this. You are mm -hmm. on the edge of town, but unlike Masami and Chuji, you are not alone. Mm -hmm. You are with Lolo and several yokai. And you're standing up on top of like a little rock and you're kind of like waving your baton around, almost like a conductor of some great orchestra. But it is not music you are conducting. It is a crew 
and barking on your shoulder is Lolo as he calls out to the yokai and says, Now heave! And the yokai, they pull some ropes. And uh, some wood is raised up. All right, there, just there. Now, Rokurokubi, bring the ropes around. And a long-necked woman starts uh, doing just that. Bring some rope around a structure. And as a group, these yokai, these kappas and tanukis and everything in between are building something for you, Sanku. Mm-hmm. Standing in front of you by the end of this great building session is a little hut. Yeah. Um, can you describe this hut for me? Um, it's made out of, like, mangrove palm. It's called nipa or anaha. It's a, it's like palm. It's made out of like palm, le- uh, like leaves and like thatching mm-hmm. for the roofs, and um, it is like a building on stilts. Mm-hmm. It's like a, it's like a hut on stilts. It's called a Bahai Kubo. It is a type of stilt house. It's indigenous to the Philippines in the real life, in real world. So basically, it's like a little uh, hut. With um, it's made of mangrove and palm leaves, and um, it has stilts. Like it's got these big wooden stilts keeping it off the ground. And in real life, it's to um, allow ventilation and to deal with flooding and stuff, right? Mm-hmm. Lolo is on your shoulder, Sanku, and he is uh, kind of hopping up and down a little bit, very pleased with this. And he says, "Look, Sanku, it's just like the ones back in the village." <laughs> yeah, it is. Oh, you did such a good job with this Baha'i Kubo. I'm very proud of you, young man. Perhaps we ought to take you out of witchcraft and get you into architecture. Mm, No, I don't think so. (laughs) Well, I suppose it's time for us to do what must be done. Sanko, my boy, walk into your new home. Okay. And Sanko, you walk into that uh, little little, uh, Baha'i Kubo um, past all the yokai. You step into the middle and you bring your staff down with a clunk onto the floor. And can you tell me what happens now? Uh, it sort of rumbles for a second. Mm-hmm. Um, and the stilts stop being wood. Uh, they transform into crab legs. <laughs> and the house comes to life. Your Bahai Kubo shifts to the left, shifts to the right, and then grows a set of uh, crustacean legs, and then from the sides manifest two giant crab claws. And you now have a walking hut. Yep. Sick as fuck. That's really cool. So, Sanku, let's talk level 20. Um, I feel we can start with the obvious one, because we just announced it. What's that? Um, it's my level 20 witch feat, I'm pretty sure. Mm-hmm. Um, it's called Witch's Hut. Mm-hmm. Um, your home is an animated structure that obeys your commands. Um, you create an animated object from a hut, small house, covered wagon, tent, or similar construction up to huge size. Uh, I can give the, the hut, like, a command as a single action. Mm-hmm. And it can move or hide guard itself or physically lock for so that nobody can enter it mm-hmm. um it's, it's a little home we're also using the witches plus version of this feat which uh basically makes it so that this hut can fight for you 
you can ride inside your uh, your Bahai Kubo, and it can smack people around for you. It can run around in combat. It's essentially a little uh, a little shell for you to hide inside while you can stand in the doorway casting spells. And then you're like, okay, fuck this. Stand inside, lock the doors, and then you're just hiding inside your lovely little hut. Smiley face. Hermit crab core. It's very pretty. <laughs> Um, <laughs> what else did you get this level? Oh my god, it has crab legs. It's literally a hermit crab. <laughs> yeah. I got mighty dragon shape. Mm-hmm. Uh, I can use shape of the dragon once per hour instead of once per day, so. So, you know when Lolo could turn into a big dragon once per day? Mm-hmm. He can just be a big dragon as much as he wants at this point. He's a big boy. Yep. So not only do you have your, uh, your witch's hut, um, to Baba Yaga... Uh, up on everyone's ass, but you also have Shenron able to follow you everywhere. <laughs> um, you also got ability boosts. What did you boost this level? Uh, I got intelligence. Mm -hmm. Super high DCs now. Charisma. Mm -hmm. uh, wisdom, I think. Mm -hmm. You got a slightly and, higher save. And con. I did not raise my strength this 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 game. Yeah. That's never happening again. Yeah, you have a plus zero to strength. <laughs> um, so, Sanku, as you finish animating your Bahai Kubo, uh, Lolo kind of like hops onto your shoulder and the house kind of sways left, right, left, right. And Lolo says, Now, Sanku, what are we going to name this house? Hmm. I feel bad just calling it Kubo since that just means hut. Yes, but you're showing some pride in your roots. Well, let's call it Kubo. Kubo! It's a good name, Lolo says. Lolo Sadagat, whose name means Sea Grandpa. <laughs> I like it! Kubo, it's a noble name. Isn't that right, Kubo? Now, my question is, does Kubo respond? Does Is Kubo like an animal or is Kubo like a house? Does Kubo <laughs> have personality is my question. I think it has... I think it has personality. It, I think it's sort of like, you know, the way that the house in Encanto had kind of a personality and it could move parts of itself. Kubo's got a little bit of a tood. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Um, yeah, I think that, uh, I think that it could respond. Okay. Kubo kind of rattles left to right with you in it and it clicks its claws a little bit. Um, mm -hmm. and Lolo says, now Sanku. Take good care of Kubo, and should he ever be destroyed, you'll have to repair him yourself. Understand? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. A hut like this comes once in a lifetime. It is the signature of only the most powerful of witches. That's so weird to think. <laughs> Shall we go pick up the others? Yeah, I think it'll be funny. All right, Sanku, give Kubo his first orders. Uh, I think he goes out onto, like, essentially, like, the porch of it. Mm -hmm. um, and he's like, that way! And he leads it to the others. Okay. Uh, the yokai around you cheer as Kubo, uh, who moves quite fast, I will say. He has a speed of 60 feet. I think he moves sideways. Yeah, I think he's definitely moving sideways. Um, and <laughs> I think the speed is mostly just because he is size huge. He's a very big house, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, Chuji and Masami, the two of you are training, focus on what you're doing, and then you hear a click, 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 click. <laughs> what the fuck? Huh? What? And Chuji turns around and like, what the fuck is that? Hi! 
Hi, Chuji and Masami. Look what Sanku did. Click, click. Uh, what? Did you just found that? Or, uh... Why we built it? Well, um, the yokai built it for me. Um... Following your instructions, Sanku. Yeah. Um... It's my witch's hut. You get a hut? Huh. Haven't you read about witches? Uh, Some of them get walking huts, and mine has crab legs. Well, I mean, sick. Pretty cool, not gonna lie. Um, I was getting really tired of sleeping completely outside all the time. <laughs> <laughs> Did Sanku huh? mention that this hut can plane shift? It can, it can do what? what? Exactly. It can jump from world to world. All it has to do is rest for one day, and then it'll transform when it, it'll, it'll shift between worlds. It's rather impressive, if I do say so myself. I forgot about that part. <laughs> you built the thing. I was busy making it cute. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, if it can plane shift, I mean, doesn't that make transporting some, some of these people easier? We don't have to oh. take them all in the celestial boat. That's true. That That's true. true. That's if this world doesn't fall apart. That's a scary thing to say. Okay, really, really bleak outlook, man. Jesus. <laughs> well, what, this a... The sculptor is the only thing holding this mishmash of a world together. Then should we warn everybody before we go to do stuff? That may be an idea, yes. Yeah. So I want close. them to be prepared for when they need to leave. Yeah. Yeah, we should let them know so they're not panicking. Perhaps it would be pertinent to give a speech to the night market and start telling them to evacuate onto the Celestial Jean. Oh, oh thank you, that's all you. <laughs> you guys need to get better at public speaking. I don't need to get better at shit. I was a ninja before- I was a ninja, <laughs> then a Golden League member. Yeah, fuck that man, you're the prince. And now, <laughs> and now, Masami, you are a savior of Goka. That is true, but that does not mean that I need to publicly speak. I can do the talking. Sanku, if you'll lead Kubo and uh, the rest of you, please, please step on board. Oh yeah, it's your home too. <laughs> you got like a stepladder or something, or I gotta climb those legs. Uh, as you say that, literally the door opens and like a stairway cooks out for you. Uh, oh. Yeah, it, it, it can listen to what you say. He's fancy. It clicks Does... his claws. Does he have a name? He's Kubo. Oh. It means hut. <laughs> uh, it's because he's a hut. It's kind of like <laughs> a dog named Dog, right? <laughs> you all call Lolo Lolo. Yeah, Lolo looks like you with big wet eyes, uh, Chuji. <laughs> Chuji not knowing what Lolo means. <laughs> <laughs> um, you know that Lolo means grandpa, right? It what? Lolo Sadagat in in our native tongue means Grandpa of the Sea. Your name is Grandpa? Oh. <laughs> no, but I've rather forgotten my old name. You forgot your old name? Well, the people called me Lolo for so long. I mean, yeah, Grandpa's right. a fitting name if you forgot your old one. <laughs> What's that supposed to mean? <laughs> means you're fucking old, man. <laughs> And Masami goes over to one of the crab legs and pats it, says, thank you, Kubo. Kubo kind of, like, <laughs> leans forward to make the stairs easier for you to stand up. <laughs> and 
and uh, as you walk in, uh, a cupboard opens and a bowl throws itself into your hands oh. by telling you to, to make yourself a home. <laughs> I like Kubo. <laughs> Thank you. Chuji hops up onto Kubo too. Kubo clicks its claws and uh, it kind of rolls to the left, which knocks you off your feet into a very comfortable chair. Ah, oh, thanks. Kubo clicks its claws. I get that you're like a home. You're really hospitable. I think he's excited. <laughs> <laughs> well, he's a very good hut. Shall we move to the the night market and prepare for everything? Mm-hmm. <sighs> sure. Um, Kubo clicks its claws and then starts crawling sideways into the night market. As Kubo kind of makes its way into the center of the kind of clearing, with crowd splitting to allow this walking hut passage, um, you see familiar faces like Rikanzo, Yosaran, uh, Last Brett, everyone, all kind of gathering and looking up at you. Uh, Kubo's door swings open, and the three of you now are ready to, or are able to kind of stand out on the porch and say what you need to say to the people here. Mm-hmm. Sanku, are you going to lead this speech? Yeah. Okay, I leave it to you, bud. Uh, Sanku uh, steps onto the porch, looking down at everybody, and he's like, Um, excuse me! Uh, everyone looks up at you. Um, the yokai, Moku, Kader, everyone. Uh, hello, I'd like to say something. I'm Sanku, witch prince of the sea and member of the Radiant Winds, a group of adventurers from around Goka, and tournament fighters from the Ruby Phoenix Tournament. And I'm about to do something that will, hopefully, free everyone from this place with my friends. We're planning on taking down the sculptor and his allies. We came here to rescue someone that he had trapped in this place. But now, we're here to help you too. We weren't sure if we'd find allies in this place, let alone friends. But all of you have been so kind to us. You've helped us heal and recover from battle, traded with us, and shown us a little bit of kindness in this place that's so full of scary things. When we defeat the sculptor, the glue holding this plane together is going to unravel. It's very likely that it will fall apart, taking everyone left on the island back to their respective homes. But I know that all of you have come to love each other, and it would be cruel to separate a family. So. Me and my friends would like to offer a space on the Celestial John to everyone so that you can leave on the airship and stay together instead of losing each other. You should pack and leave very soon because we're going to be heading out as soon as we wake up and I know packing takes a little bit of time. We're going to bring everyone home and save everyone here. But, um, I... I wanted to thank you all for everything you've done for us. I don't know what I would have done without this place to rest and relax. So thank you, and we'll leave the island together. Um, the people in town, uh, in the night market, all kind of turn and look at each other, and they kind of like make a few noises before eventually, um, I think Rikanzo takes a big smoke of his pipe and Chio pops out and he kind of slaps his tummy and says, You heard the adventurers, everyone. How about we all get on to the Celestial Jan? And get ready to make a new home together back in the real world. And I think people cheer. I think people cheer for the Radiant Winds. 
Um, you see Yosa around in the crowd give you guys a big thumbs up. You see uh, Kader bow her head and she goes to move with the yokai. The Celestial Jeanne sits on the edge of the market and slowly but surely the tides of the crowd turn and they are heading towards it. But one creature doesn't go. Hmm. One creature pushes past the crowd and runs towards Kubo and lets out a noise as he leaps forward, jumps onto the, uh, onto the ship, and there, standing on the porch, trying to fit in through that door, is Moku. Oh. Whoa. Hi. Hey. I think, like, literally his head is stuck through the doorway, and you guys are, like, in, like, are in the, the building itself. I, well, Senku is, Senku is out on the porch, and yeah. the others are inside, so Senku's yeah. like, oh, uh. Whoa. Buddy. Um, Moku lets out a few, like, little roars. He's kicking his leg, his butt's in the air. Um, <laughs> Moku, Moku, hold on! He, like, pats his head. I think, unfortunately, uh, Kubo kind of just closes the door gently in um, Moku's face and kind of nudges his head out. And Moku lets out a chirp, but he doesn't want to. He doesn't want to go, so he kind of like just clambers and he gets on top of Kubo, <laughs> and he is lying atop the roof of Kubo. Oh. He lets out another squeak. He is up there, and he's delighted. Is he? Is he sitting up there? Is he like? I think he's lying. I think he's like lying tummy down. He's like clinging onto it a little bit, you know. So he's he's kind of loafing a little bit. A little bit, yeah. Fuck Thank yeah! God. Oh my god, he is loafing. Um, and as he's kind of like up on the roof, you guys kind of like peek your head out the window to look up at him. He looks down at you. He lets out a blip. And he's so cute. And Moku looks at you guys, and I think he tilts his head before waving that Belize feather at you. Man, you still got that thing? Moku lets out a little noise. I think he really likes it. I guess so. He hasn't lost it yet. He chirps. I didn't expect it to last this long. Well, Truji, perhaps it's a testament of his friendship with you. Yeah, I do think he really likes you. <laughs> I mean, what's not to like about me? All right, come here, man. <laughs> I'm gonna, I'm gonna grab you. Lolo makes a sour <laughs> face. <laughs> What's that for? Hmm? Hmm? Did you say something? I can't hear you. I'm quite old. Oh, I'm sorry. Are you, are you, are you mad that uh, the other dinosaur in the room likes me more? His mouth drops. <laughs> oh. Asami just trots over and goes to pat Moku. <laughs> Lolo kind of looks at y'all and says. Well, I suppose we can have another passenger on the way. Hopefully that all turns out all right. We'll be going into rather dangerous places, but I suppose Moku can take care of himself. He's a big boy. Well, we've seen what his papa can do, so I have full confidence in Moku. Now, adventurers, shall we begin our journey towards the glass lighthouse? All right. Okay. Might as well get this over with. With a kind of like deep inhale, you all close your eyes and then you wake up and you are inside. You're like, you're all sleeping. You're on the floors of uh, Kubo, but you're all awake and you hear a, like a little squeak from the roof telling you that everything that happened before in the dream did indeed happen for real. And you're now back in that clearing and huh. Lolo kind of perches on your shoulder, Sanku, and says... Will you lead the way? Mm-hmm. And he he uh, stands on the porch, and he points out, and he's like, let's go. 
And with a click clack, Kubo begins walking sideways into the fractal jungle towards the glass lighthouse. You guys travel for a while as a big group. Kubo the witch's hut, Moku the son of King Mogaru, and the radiant winds all travel through this jungle. By now, the beasts and monsters that call this place home know to fear you and know not to get in your way. In the distance, you can see the celestial Jeanne slowly rising and flying into the sky, better than ever. You know that when this island falls apart and each individual chunk is sent home once you defeat Sindara, the Celestial Jan will keep all the yokai together and bring them to a new home. Smile. But that relies on you winning the fights ahead of you. You are the strongest you have ever been, and now as the glass lighthouse looms and the path to its entrance is open with two walls of water waiting where Tino's tough is fought against you. How are the three of you doing as Kubo makes his way towards your ultimate goal? It feels almost strange to be at this point. Yeah, it's, it's weird. The journey's just taken so long that it's like, what the hell? Yeah, it never really hits you that you're close to the end, even if you're there. Mm-hmm. And when you think on it, it just it doesn't feel like it's real yet. And it won't feel like that until afterwards. Yeah. I'm, th- I'm talking in-game and out-of-game. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like, um, Chuji's trying to not think about it. Uh, they're laying down, like, with her, with her uh, hands behind their head. And, like, feet kicked up. There's a cushion beneath you. You didn't yeah. put it there, but it's there. It's there. Thank God. And I, th- I think that they're just waiting. They're, like, tapping their foot, wiggling it. Atop Kubo, Moku is snoring a little bit. But you're now making your way through the, the path that led to Tino's Tuffus. Between those giant walls of water, past the arena, and entering into the lighthouse itself. As Kubo clicks into this massive lighthouse, everything goes a little dark, and then you are inside. And it is not what you would expect from a lighthouse. Largely because you enter a big stone area. Giant columns hold up an impossibly tall roof, and you come through the front doors from the lighthouse and they slam shut behind you. Um, There are three exits in this room. One to the north, one to the left, and one to the right. And as you all kind of make your way in and uh, Kubo kind of slows to a halt and the three of you kind of like realize this space is far too large for the lighthouse, like the dimensions of the lighthouse. This room is massive. And then there are long exits, like big, big, tall exits. Like the roof just keeps going, you know? Like it's a horizon, but upwards. Mm-hmm. And there are walls that are impossibly tall. And like I said, those three exits, north, west, east. And a voice calls out to you. And that voice is ever so familiar to one of you. Reiko. <sighs> So, so you and your, and your friends, friends have so finally, finally come. come. I, was I was wondering what was, what was taking you so long. It has it been, been weeks, weeks since, since our last encounter. encounter. Have I not, I not trained, trained you well? well? Rule, Rule one. one. Never, Never give, a, give target a target a chance, a chance to, regroup. to regroup. 
Well, sorry, boss. But there are more pressing matters than you. <laughs> Masami, the voice of Ginhara the Black-Winged echoes through this colossal room. And he laughs. And on, as he laughs, it kind of flickers through several different voices. Voices stolen by him to use on his many victims. Welcome, well, then, to a domain granted, granted to me by the sculptor. Welcome to the maze of Genhara the Black Winged. I await you on the other side, but to get there, you will need to overcome my impossible maze and the many traps that lie within. Do you think you can do it? Or will you come out full of holes and slashes and injuries you cannot heal from? Making you an easy kill, dropping to your knees before me. Come, Reiko. Let's have one last meeting. I'll win this. Because again, there are more important things than you. I'm not gonna fall to you. I said I'm gonna see this mission through the end. You aren't my mission. You're just in the way. <laughs> Let's put your words to the test, Reiko. And with that, Genhara's voice fades. And everyone, I have put you on a massive fucking maze map. And unfortunately, I'm just gonna let you all know, it's full of traps. Oh, great. Dice will roll will return after these messages. Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact, you can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. We now return to Dice Will Roll. Kubo is big enough to fit down these things. You could leave Kubo here and call him to the end at the end, or you can ride Kubo through it. But if you ride Kubo through it, Kubo will take damage from the traps instead of you guys. That's both a pro and a con. Uh, Moku, I will say, sees this, clambers off the roof, and just kind of waits. He's not, he's not going to throw himself into the danger. Lola looks at you guys and says, Well, everyone, what's the plan? Mm. Uh, well, fuck, I guess we just go through it, right? Careful as we can. No other choice. Yeah. Um, do we want to go through ourselves? Or do we want to be in Kubo? Um, because Kubo can take damage for us, but I have to rebuild him if he if he's destroyed. If we do that, then he can't take too much damage for us. Mm-hmm. Right. I, I don't want him to be uh, destroyed, even though you can rebuild him. How long would it even take to rebuild him? A day. We don't have that time. No. Then we should go through ourselves. 
Okay. We'll save Kubo if we really need a break. Or there's something that we just can't get through ourselves. Mm-hmm. Saving it would be the best option for right now. We'll just use, what, use our training and use the tools that we have. It's just a maze. Well, all it is is a maze. We'll be fine. Are you okay? Oh, I just want to decapitate this fucking bird more than anything. <laughs> sort of my side for the longest time. Patience. Soon. Okay. So, everyone, you have three exits. North, east, or west. Where are you all headed? Eeny, meeny, miny, mo. Catch a tiger by the toe. If he hollers, let him go. Eeny, meeny, miny, mo. Left. <laughs> okay. West. Well, go for it. Go, run, run. Carefully. I think Senku is going well, to be flying on his broom, if that's okay, because he's scared about touching the ground. Okay, entirely fair. I think Masami is going to try to look for traps, especially, so they're okay. careful. So you're keeping an eye out for traps, Masami. Got it. Yes. I think Senku's going to be uh, keeping an eye on anything above ground for traps, like if there's something from the ceiling or the side, since he's... Okay, you're keeping an eye on the ceiling. Got it. Mm-hmm. Okay, well, make your way true. So you're heading true to the, the west. It splits off into a branch. One of those branches immediately you can see is a dead end. You dash down to the south then. Yes. And continue down winding corridors. Uh, Chuji, you lead them to a split in the way. Which way do you go, left or right? Left? Okay, head left then. Chuji is sniffing out trouble. So far, no traps. Um, another split. One of those splits immediately. You turn and look. It's another dead end. Fuck. The other way then. God damn it. And look at that. It's turning into a big, big loopy tang. Ugh. This place is already getting on my fucking nerves. Welcome to ninja shit. Can't ninjas be like fucking normal or something? <laughs> I don't know if that's possible. We're talking about the leader of the Oni's Mask. It's not going to be normal. That man is not normal. Uh, There's a few ways from over here. Okay, um... Yeah, you come to a crossroad. Up, down, which way? Senku, what can you see? Mm, I can see to the west. There seems to be a doorway into one sec. Oh, Senku starts going off on his own, huh? Come with me. <laughs> Masami <laughs> steps up immediately when Senku makes a turn. I was like, oh. Okay, okay. Um, I will say, from this point on, if you guys get separated on the map, I'm not going to put you back together. Great. Okay. Oh, and okay, Senku, is... that's fun. You step down to the south after making a turn to see what's down there. And step is a funny word for somebody flying. You, well, yeah, you, you fly into this place <laughs> and you find yourself looking down a long corridor that goes from left to right, perpendicular from where you came from. And it is a dead end on both sides. Okay. Step back. But Fuck. I'm afraid that you have activated your first trap. As <laughs> You've you activated this, my trap card. As you enter this terrible little room, I want Masami, you to make me a perception check to see if you can notice and grab Sanku before it's too late. Okay. Fucking shit. Okay. Um, a 32? Well, nope. Mm, hang on. I have two hero points. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to use one. I'm just going to use one. Oh my god. Alright, 39. Okay, Miss Sammy, you don't notice it, but it's not a crit fail. 
And I can't blame you, because you don't see the nearly imperceptible runes that were around the doorway into this dead end. And then there's an explosion. A gout of fire roars through this dead end. And Sanku, you need to make me a reflex save, please. One sec. I'm using hero point. Thank you. Ooh, not one, Sanku. That could have been bad. You're using a hero point? Yeah, I had three, so... 46. That's more like it. Um, that is going to be a save, Sanku. You will take half of 8d10 plus 44 fire damage. That is half of 90 fire damage. So that's 45 fi uh, damage to you, Sanku, as an explosion of fire roars through this dead end, scorching you. Ah! Uh, ow. You stumble back and Lola's like, Sanku, be careful! Don't wander off on your own! This place is loaded with ninja traps. Do ninjas historically do traps a lot? Yes. Yes, they do. I thought they just went around and threw the daggers and looked all... Oh, no, 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 no. If you're... Listen, if you want a target to be easy, you're going to lay out some traps as well. I will say, by the way, just for fun, um, something that you may have noticed is you guys don't have Fog of War turned on, which means you have no idea which way you've come from. Usually yeah. on a big dungeon map, I like to make sure that you can see, oh, we've already been that way. I know where that way was. Not on this map. You can only see the exact location you're in presently. Yeah, you fucked us. Yeah, I know. Which way did you come from again? That's what I, he thinks, because I'm I, paying attention at all times because I play games like this. <laughs> <laughs> I have a general idea. Okay, well, what's a general idea? Well, which way are you headed now? Should we go to the west again? Uh, sure. Chuji swears that when they get out of this maze, they're going to cast the spell maze on that bird fucker. And so you guys all dash off to the west, which I will let you all know is not the direction you came from. Great work. Um, it shoots off in a curling uh, turn. And as you all uh, continue uh, journeying on your way, Chuji, as you turn a corner leading the party, you can see that there is a giant room up ahead. Another big uh, opening rather than a corridor. What do you do? That's a big table. Hmm. Um, as you enter into this room, there is a table. Um, I will also say that there's a lot of skulls, like just everywhere, all over the floor. Um, hmm. On the table, there seems to be a bowl of something. Um... Masami scans the room, I think, and they also have their magic sense on. They're sniffing uh, the air as well. This uh. whole area is extremely magic. Okay. Um, the whole maze is not real. Okay. But you are not getting any, like, weird... S like, I don't think you're able to tell if something is a trap with your magic sense. You can, however, make a perception check if you so choose. 46. Okay. Masami, you know that if you drink any of that water, um, it's meant to look like holy water, and it's meant to look like it'll heal you. It is not. Predictably enough, it will kill you. Don't drink whatever that water is. That explains the skulls. Okay, don't drink the water. This was a very unsubtle trap. Yeah. It's kind of like warming you up, being like, okay, okay. <laughs> um... There is a door, there is a corridor to the north. What do you do? One way to go. Might as well head north. Um, another fork. Yep, there's another fork as you leave this room. Are you going west or are you going east? I say we go right. 
Okay. It seems to loop back down. Yeah. Okay. Down the twisting corridors, the radiant winds run. The whole maze is lit by flickering torches, and they have not come into another dead end yet, which means no traps yet. Looking good. You're making good decisions as you sprint down this winding corridor, and Ginhara's voice echoes from the walls as he says, You're doing doing well well so far. Your Your training training as as Ruby Ruby Champion has has guided guided you through your adventure well. well. But But will it be be enough? enough? Every Every slip-up you make will be more injuries injuries adding adding up. up. Fuck you, dude. A a laugh just kind of echoes through this place. You know he's he's doing his thing where he's trying to get at you. (sighs) Clear head. Clear head. Clear head. We keep going. Ignore him. Don't worry. You're not alone. We're together. We're strongest together. Do not separate. <laughs> if you separate, that happens in character. Mm-hmm. Uh, you turn a corner and... Oh shit, what is that up there, friends? Oh, uh, that looks like a giant pile of skulls and bones. Okay. The maze opens up into what appears to be a central room. It is massive, uh, almost big enough to like have its own horizon. And there is a mountain of skulls in here. Huge stone pillars kind of hold up that in- infinitely distant ceiling uh, as they kind of emerge from the skulls. And Masami, you can tell that in some twisted way, he's trying to remind you that he has personally murdered this many people. And with an <laughs> immortal Oni like him, you believe it. Into the bone pit. Oh, my favorite. Remember, let's watch for anything. Right. I am. So, uh, there are three other exits from this room. North, east, and west. Um, You're going to have to climb over the pile of skeletons to do it, though. Eeny, meeny, miny, mo, catch a tiger by his toe. Eeny, meeny, miny, mo, my mother says you are the very best one, and you are it. East? Mm-hmm. Okay, you want to head east? Oh. Yeah, both east and west looks like they're heading up north from at least where I'm standing. So, either way, it looks like they're just turning north. Plus, it looks like the north end turns to east anyway? Hmm. Hmm. Maybe we take west then? It could be a loop around. Could also but not. Also, but it also could not be. They all seem to go North. My brain's hurting. What do you say, Masami? The two of them are gonna interject towards the same way either way. We check west. Okay. All right. Climbs over the fucking bones. Well, Chiji, as you're walking over the bones... Fuck you. Fuck you! Fuck you! Your foot crunches onto one of the skeletons. And you look down... And that skeleton opens its mouth, and it begins to scream. And then so does the one next to it, and the one next to it, and the one next to it. And I need you all to make me a will save, please. 43 plus resolve. 44. Okay. Plus path of perfection. Yeah. 43. Okay. So... Two crit successes. Uh, Masami and Sanku- or Masami and Chuji, you're both unaffected. But Sanku, you are stunned too on a success. 
which means you only get one action. And unfortunately, one action is not going to be enough. Wait, really? But Masami so, and I rolled the exact same thing. Yeah, but you got success. Masami has a uh, resolve. I oh, also you have also have resolve. Yeah, Saku, we all look have... at you go. Okay, all of you, crit success. You're unaffected by the mental scream, which is enough to uh, make sure that you are not like halted in place, paralyzed by this psychic scream ringing through your head, which is great because the doors are closing on all sides and a caustic vapor is seeping up from the skeletons. Make your choice. Which way are you going? West, immediately west. west. We're closest. Okay. All three of you are able to get out just before the door shuts closed, and you hear it hissing vapors on the other side. And Lola's like, ah! Huh. That wasn't nice. It's pretty shit. <sighs> My god. Back through the twisting corridors you go. What kind of fucked up daydreams you gotta have to make a place like this? Uh, well, Genhar is kind of a fucked up man. Down this way. And it's... Stops leading north for a while, and it's now turning off to the side. Oh, now it's leading lower. It's going a little bit oh, south. Fuck me. Well, more to the south, actually. You're kidding. Well, more fuck. to the south. Ah, but there's a fork. Do you go left or do you go to the south more? Uh. I. Uh. If we go more towards the south, that's probably the place that we've been through, right? Right. I don't know. I don't think so. Um, we can always walk back if it looks like the same place, right? We can. Yeah. Keep going south for now? Okay. Yeah, yeah. For now. You guys ignore the path leading out to the west and move to the south. This one over here looks like a dead fucking end. Should yeah, you see you it. see a path to the right and you're like, mm, don't trust that. This one, uh, I don't know. Really not liking this. Um, let's see what else is down here, and, I don't know. This is too confusing. Every turn you go through seems like another dead end to you, Chuji. This whole area that you've walked into seems to be a labyrinth of dead ends. But maybe there's a path through. Uh, that's a dead end. Uh. <laughs> oh, did you walk into one? Did you walk into one? No, I didn't walk into it, but I, I saw it over the corner. <laughs> Does that count? Uh, no, unless you entered it, I won't count it. Okay. But you, you do can clearly see the wall end from the end of the hallway. Yeah, but you didn't walk. If you had walked even a step forward from your position, Chuji, I would have activated the trap. You see a narrowly <laughs> looking indentation in the wall, and it looks like a blood splatter about human sized. Hmm, whatever happened there? <laughs> Back up. Okay. Uh, um, we're not going down there. This is a big trap. Okay. Good to know. Um, maybe we should go back up to that first entrance. Lead the way. Well, what if there's more dead ends? You ever think about that? Yes. <laughs> as All you fucking time. as you begin to backtrack, a laugh rumbles through the maze. Doubting, Doubting yourselves. yourselves. And Harrow laughs, but, but you were, you were so, so close, close to getting to me. To me. I, don't I don't mind if you spend, spend longer running, running through my endless, endless maze. It's, it's quite, quite entertaining, entertaining to, watch to watch you from, from here. Chuji <laughs> flips him off as if there's cameras in here. Mm. Well, what now, Chuji? This way? 
uh, as you retrace your way back to that uh, west turn that you ignored earlier, you see that there is a long corridor leading to the south from it. Maybe we took the wrong door in that schoolroom. I'm starting to think so too. Fuck. It's okay. Uh, what if it's not? <laughs> as you run down, you uh, meet another branch. Uh, there's a path that lead. The path leads into a kind of like an upside down F shape. Do you take the lower path or the higher path? This one looks like it leads back up south, or north. Sorry. Which is definitely helpful. Um, and the one down here looks like it's just a winding path downwards, or at least more towards the side. Um, let's try the north one. Okay. Okay. Chuji, you run into that uh, upper F. It leads to the north. And as you run to the north, it leads to a uh, dead end to the right. And you hear a shriek. Fuck. And then something shoots out of that dead end directly for you. Make me a reflex save. <laughs> Fuck you. 52. 52. Critical success, Chuji, you duck backwards as a fucking shuriken the size of a dinner plate soars through the air and embeds itself into the wall behind you. And this time you stare because that shuriken, you can tell as it's being reabsorbed into the wall, it's not real, but that was a vorpal shuriken. Oh God. <gasps> and it was going directly for Chuji's throat. That thing would have cut their head off like a fucking, like a knife through hot butter on a summer's day. <laughs> Chuji's like ducked down on the ground and they're like, oh, this is pointless. It's okay. It's okay. Don't let him frustrate you. Chuji crawls out of that fucking dead end. Why don't we try the other way? All right. You have backtracked and you are now standing at uh, T Junction. Do you continue straight or do you take a new path to the south? You know what I say? You know what I say? You know what I say? What? I say we have other chances. Masami casts bilocation. Oh, interesting. Okay, so you make a second Masami to check out stuff on the map, huh? Yes. Um, and the, Masami, the real Masami is going to go with uh, Senku and um, Chuji. Uh, Masami 2 is going to go on their own. Uh, so now if Masami 2 goes the wrong way, Masami 2 might get start hitting some traps that affect Masami 1. Keep that in mind. Yep, I know. Which way do you guys head? Who's going to uh, down to T-Junction? Who's going across to T-Junction? Last time we went north. It wasn't great. At the same time, you have to think like him too. Yes, north is the... Yes, north can be the right direction, but what if the north direction doesn't always go north? True, yeah. Technically, neither of these do go north, by the way. It's west and south. Um, we go straight and your double goes down. Yeah, let's do that. Okay, splitting up. We'll say it like that. Uh, so Masami and Sanku, Masami, you split off from the rest of the party while the other Masami follows with them. Um, you are running through... Uh, many paths trying to find your way and see if there's something that the others have missed. Meanwhile, while you're moving uh, with the boys, uh, they're also winding through these tunnels. And as they're running, the party group has uncovered another big room. Um, 
The skeleton of an oni lies in pieces in the middle of a floor, blood oozing still from his bones. Another table with a giant pot of the foulest looking liquid on it. Ew. Um, what do you do? There is an exit to the north. I'm not fucking thinking about drinking it. <laughs> Let's just pass the gross soup on the table. Yeah. I'm not about to partake. Not worth it. Okay. Are you guys dashing out? Yeah. It's at this moment you find the purpose of that last obvious trap. Mm-hmm. To make you think that all rooms like this worked the same. When really, this room is a decoy. Because Shuji, as you step through that thing, having paid so You're much attention to the table, kidding. and instead of the door, you activate another trap. And Fuck spears me. burst out of the wall and into you. Make, uh, <laughs> actually, no, I have to make an attack roll. Um, that's a nat 20, Chuji. Yep. That's 104 damage, Chuji. As a spear gets right through you several points over from the side as you walk through the door. Like I said, having paid attention to the fucking soup instead of the traps in the wall. Chuji gets Junko and Oshima'd. Uh, uh, Chuji, come back so I can heal you. Oh, God damn it. Uh, uh, Senku cast life boost. Sanku, as you uh, bring your staff into the air, magic sparkles and prepares to heal Chuji's wounds. Nothing happens. Chuji's wounds do not close. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> oh dear. Finally, you've tried it. This is my maze. I decide what happens in it. And, and I decide, I decide I, don't I don't want you to recover from my wounds. You will suffer in here, and when you fall on your knees before me at the end of the maze, it will be a mercy for I, Genahara the Black-Winged, to end your lives. You will beg to be disposed of. <laughs> Chuji's just pissed. How's the other Masami doing, by the way, on their little journey? The other Masami has found that either way down south, it would have led into a dead end anyway. Mm -hmm. You haven't walked into the dead end, but you no. see that that's a problem. Yep. So I think what they're now going to do is try to catch it back up with the other groups. So that way they still have the um, them as a second chance. Okay, so you're keeping the bi-location. That bi-location is sprinting and backtracking, trying to find where the others went. And you know what, Masami? I'm watching you mm. run on this map. You got a great sense of direction. You know where the boys are. <laughs> Easy peasy. Um, the two Masamis uh, enter into the room together and are now standing side by side as Chuji is pulling that spear out of their side. <laughs> yeah. So we can't magically heal? Uh, it it doesn't look like you can heal at all. That seems to be what Ginhara was implying. Okay. Uh, Senku's like, uh, here, let me wrap this so it doesn't bleed. Um, and I think... Uh, but I, I do think he has bandages, and I do think he bandages it so he's not, like, bleeding everywhere. Uh, which I think is fair. I'm getting sick of this. Why don't I just punch through the walls? <laughs> is, I, is that safe? I feel like that's dangerous. I don't know what's more dangerous, staying in here or punching through the walls, and I'm willing to take the risk. 
of structural integrity. Why don't we check out... Why don't we take a look inside this room first? All right. Before we start punching through walls. <laughs> and, Juju, I'm going to have to say, um, I'll take point from here on out. I don't want you taking any more damage. Just in case. That or I can have my double. Masami hasn't been injured at all yet, Chuji. You need to be careful. Chuji looks grumpy, but they just wave their hand as if, like, whatever. Alright, let's go. Okay, Masami, you lead the charge, dashing out um, back into those uh, stretches of hallways with doors leading on all angles on all ways. You make a right turn, you make a left turn, you come to a T-junction. This T-junction either goes directly upwards or goes to the right. Which way are you headed? Okay, so two branching paths down that south way is dead end. Um, we're going to keep heading north. My dog's going to keep going to the east. All right. Okay, so uh, the other party heads upwards, and it's another T-junction. Fuck. <laughs> Me running. Okay. Sorry, that is the exact reaction I was looking for in this map. <laughs> Which okay, way I... will you head, travelers? Directly north or direct or going to the west now? Okay. From here, I can see that going the north direction will probably lead to either another hallway or another room. I can't exactly see it too well from here, but... And it looks like down the north corridor, there's more hallways to go to. Plus the one that's up north over here. Oh, fucking hell. Alright. Gonna head back to my double for a second. Hang on a minute. Where the hell are they? Oh my god. Okay. Just a little further. Double Just a little further. Wait, a little further like this? Whoa. <gasps> <laughs> oh, I love it. I love what you just did, KK. Is you <laughs> ran down that corridor with your double, made a noise, saw when you saw what was in the room ahead of you, and then pulled Masami back around the corner so you were not looking at it anymore. What happens with the double just there? The double goes back onto that wall with and makes no noise. Make me a stealth check. 45. The voice of Ginhara the Black-Winged calls through the maze, and he says, I see you, Reiko. And the double moves. Chuji and Senku, where you are with the other Masami, you see them maybe bolt up a little bit. And then dashing around the corner, apparently running back to you guys, is the Masami that saw the final room. And they are pale as a ghost. <laughs> Masami puts a hand on their double and they nod and they go this way you find him? found it let's move okay All right. you run through the winding corridors when suddenly Masami's double holds up a hand and stops and around you there's a corner that turns into what appears to be a massive room should we call for Kubo? yeah, yeah. um can I do that? Uh, can, he you, please, can you please Kool-Aid man through the fucking walls? Please. <laughs> Sanku, do you whistle out for Kubo? Uh, yeah. I think you hear a scuttering and a scuttling and a I think it maybe takes 10 minutes, but I think it fatefully 
traces your steps. Yes, I th- Sanku takes the time to get back his focus points. Yeah, <laughs> literally, you are like around the corner, focusing hard as you hear uh, Kubo's like uh, clicking getting louder. But for some reason, even as Kubo clicks around the corner, even as uh, you refocus Sanku, Genhara does not leave the main room, but he does speak to you. You've all done very well. I'm almost impressed. I have a lot of respect for you. She Chuji, the warrior that broke the spell on King Mogaru. And Sanku, which prince of the sea, the hero that kept his friends alive in the face of the most powerful assassin in Tian Sha. I'll do it again. Both of you are very strong, and yet you spend time with a traitorous whelp only interested in themselves. You could do so much better. You could be so much more. You don't have to die here today. No, I don't. So I won't. You, on the other hand, definitely do. I don't care about Misami's past. I don't care about that. They've never betrayed me, and they never will. As Bahe Kubo makes his way, clacking, faithfully retracing your steps and not walking into any mm-hmm. traps. Senku climbs up into him. No sign of Moku. He's not, he didn't come. Where's Moku? Did he stay? Kubo clicks its claws. Is that a yes? Kubo clicks its claws. I'm going to assume that's a yes. Regardless, you are around the corner. You have been for a few minutes and Ginhara has not left his throne room to come get you. But he is has been taunting you basically nonstop. Masami, how are you doing? They are doing their best to not let the taunts get to them. Um, they know the rules with ninjas. Never get emotional because getting emotional means weakness. And if you show any weakness or if you show an opening, which if you get emotional, set that as an opening, uh, you'll get cut down. So they are staying as calm and as as physically and outwardly calm as possible. Well, you can't stay around here in the corner forever. No, they aren't. So, they're waiting for the okay for the others. We're ready. Chuji just makes the okay sign with their hand. Then, Misami with their double immediately behind the group, almost in like a diamond shape, so that way um, it's Misami up front, then uh, Senku and Chuji and Masami in the back. Hmm. You're taking both the lead and the back. Yep. They step into the room. And there's Genhara. The red, long-nosed man with two giant black wings sits atop a throne in this massive stony room. Skeletons of countless victims scatter the corners and a statue of Ginhara lines the back of this place. Spikes and traps fill any uh, several spots throughout the map and he sits with a cloak over him over a stone step waiting for you all to present yourselves to die. We got through your maze. Now stand up. Ginhara stands up, and the cloak falls to his ankles, and you see maybe something you were expecting, maybe something you weren't. And you understand now why he relied on the maze. Why he didn't come around the corner. Masami, down his side are 
terrible slash marks. Four of them from a claw strike. One you did. They have not healed. They've been patched up with what appears to be the same glass material that uh, Sindara has uh, used to make the glass lighthouse. But every single one of his injuries from your last encounter with him is still present and now is coated with glass instead of having been allowed to scour and heal. You didn't recover. Inahara says nothing. He just stares you down. Didn't think that your new boss was the one you thought, did you? All that money you thought that he was going to give you, that was nothing. He wasn't going to give you anything. He barely gave you a patch job. So what? You think I'm going to give you that mercy? The mercy you've been taunting us with? You want me to give you that mercy, don't you? Ginhara the Blackwing finally croaks and he says, Sindar the Sculptor, once one of the most famous crafters in the multiverse, now an urban legend, whispered among those who deal with the dark. You're right. I'm a big enough man to admit I was conned. Maybe once I would have cared, but now I can barely think about anything except getting revenge on you. (laughs) I'm part of this lighthouse now, but the lighthouse is part of me, and I'm going to make sure that you can never leave my maze. We'll ride in agony together, Reiko. You and your friends. And carefully, painfully, Ginhara the Blackwinged draws a katana. I told you, my mission is to see Goka's safety and the Ruby Phoenix's safety through. You are not my mission. You're an obstacle. Then I'll make it your mission. No, you won't. You'll be a good Oni and keel over, head or no head. And Masami takes out the head-taking katana. Oh my god. Ginhara snarls, draws that katana as pain lances through his body from the attacks he never recovered from. And everyone, I want you all to roll initiative against Masami's boss. At top of the order is unfortunately for you all going to be Genhara the Blackwinged. And even though Genhara the Blackwinged is badly injured, he is not his full HP, but he is definitely stronger than the last time you saw him. Empowered by this planar energy that Sindara has woven into him instead of any medicine. This unwitting pawn of the sculptor surges forward and he is going to start with uh, a new ability. Power Surge. Genhara draws on his augmentations to empower his attacks. Uh, He's going to need to make a DC 5 flat check, so let's see if he can do that. That is a 19 that's going to work. On a success, Augmented Genhara is going to deal an additional 1d6 damage with its strike until the end of its turn. And because he's level 18, that's actually going to be an additional 4d6 damage. So he's going to spend one action power surging. He roars and glass shoots up through his veins and you see him like glowing from within. And then he snarls, he dashes forward and Masami, just like that, he is behind you. And with a cleave, he is going to bring his uh, sword down on you. And that is going to be a 37 to hit Masami. Does not hit. That's a miss. You dodge roll out of the way with the W having the front as that katana 
clashes into the ground right where you were a moment ago, and surges of energy shoot out. That would have been painful if a hit. And Ginhara snarls, and he almost looks animalistic now as he fights you. Not the coy ninja boss that you saw last time. This is a monster, true and true. Sanku, Witch Prince of the Sea, it is your turn. You are inside Kubo. You can cast spells as ever. You can give Kubo actions to, like, move or smack and stuff. What do you do? Um, okay. I want to recall knowledge to see if I can figure out anything about if he's got weaknesses, anything that works better on him as attacks, stuff like that. Okay, make me a nature check, please. Thank you. Uh, okay, so Sanku, I think what you can tell after a glance is you saw that magic that just kind of surged through him, that augmented power, right? Mm-hmm. Um, that power surge, you know um, that if he is reckless with that, that could backfire big time on him. Um, okay. Like, if he fails at a flat check to power surge, he will take that damage himself. Oh, wow. That's actually wild. Um, you also remember, I think, uh, some of the magic stuff he did last time when you fought him is he has a lot of blink magic and dimensional magic. He is a magus. You remember that much. Okay. Um, so that's what I'm going to give you is that his power surge can backfire. Also, don't forget he has dimensional magic because he's a magus. The same kind as Masami, a laughing shadow. Um, alright. I think that with his last two actions, he's going to cast a spell, probably. Okay. Uh, I think I'm just going to cast Fireball. Okay. Regular Fireball, since there's only one. I need a reflex save. Okay, well, Sanku, what you see is he dashes the fuck out of the way. Um, ninjas, fast as hell. Um, that is going to be a success, and he did not even roll particularly high. So he will take half okay. of 62. That's still not bad. Mm-hmm. So that's 31. 31 damage, yeah. Um, fireworks surge into Ginhara, and you can see he's already pretty injured from, like, those wounds he's never recovered from, but he is fighting back anyway, and he is strong as hell. Um, and is that your turn, Sanku? That's my first turn, yes. Misami Takahara. Genhara the Blackwing stands above you, the master of the most dangerous ninja clan in Tianxia. I suppose, in a way, your original father. The worst man you've ever known. He stands now with scars that you left him and will never heal as he's been sewn into the glass lighthouse. What do you do? I think with one hand, Masami charges up a new spell for a spell strike with the head-taking katana. Okay, go for it. That's a 44. That is a hit. Masami, that's going to do it. Roll me that damage. Damage one is 18. Okay. Plus a spell from a spell strike, boil blood. Boil blood? What the fuck does that do? You heat a foe's blood and boil it within its veins. The target takes 10d10 fire damage <sighs> with a fortitude save. A non-living creature with blood in its body, such as a vampire, can be affected, but a creature with no blood is immune. He's got blood. He's got a fair bit of blood. <laughs> yep. So, Masami, as you're s uh, describe this to me. How does this look? So, I think what happens is um, Masami goes in for that strike, and once they do like an upper diagonal slash, they turn and pivot, and their hand is... It kind of has like 
um, it looks like they have, uh, like a glob of blood in their hands, but it's, like, it's like hot iron. Mm. And Masami immediately pushes that into the glass scars. Mm, okay, I think that looks like a shriek. You know, like when, um, a, you know, like thousand degree knife versus glass, those kind of things. Yep. The glass shrieks and so does Ginhara. He's going to take 10d10 fire damage and he's going to be drained too. Yep. And that damage is 42 damage. Okay. Yeah, he's going to take that. Um, and because he's drained too, he takes another 40 damage and uh, he is going to have a big penalty to his fortitude saves, which were already really low. <laughs> and I think as Misami like pushes that into it more and like makes the glass melt a little bit, um, they get in close to his face and say, You've been chasing a ghost, you know. Reiko is dead. My name is Misami, and you'll remember that to your grave. Ginhara kind of like gasps in pain as he shoves you away from him with his free hand. And he looks down at you and grins and says, Masami, the cover name. You'll come back to me, whether as my student or my victim. Uh, Masami, is that your turn? Um, it was only a slash. That's right. You have one action left and a free action to recharge. That is true. What they are going to do then is they're going, is Masami isn't going to go. Their double is to flank. Ooh, okay. The, the double dashes in from behind and is now uh, keeping him flat forward. Very nice. And they're going to, um, they are going to recharge. Okay. Masami. Uh, the two of you are pinning Ginhara between you. And Chuji, it is your turn. Um, Ginhara the Blackwinged is right there, and you are there on the floor. What stance do you enter, bud? Something shiny, something new. Mm-hmm. I'm going to get into Phoenix Feather stance. Okay, so what does this look like? What does the stance itself look like? I, I don't think that it, it, it changes anything physically, of course. Um, whenever they were in Stoked Flame stance, it was, it was their hands. Um just kind of embering at all times mm -hmm. um but i i think that with phoenix feather stance it's like every part of them that moves it's like an after image of fire mm. i think that's how it looks that's so good that is so fucking juicy so you've got plus one to your ac your speed is boosted through the roof and you have your deadly ass attack what do you do i would like to get up to genhara Okay, you dash up to the motherfucker. Um, can I double flank him with Sanku? Absolutely, you can. You can flank him with Sanku. <laughs> um, okay. Uh, and Chuji is going to. They're gonna flurry of blows. Okay, go for it. Uh, so that's gonna be a fifty-one and a forty. So a fifty-one is a hit, but a forty. This is the interesting part. Mm -hmm. Genhara uses a reaction. Uh. Sidestep. Bitch. You jump at Ginhara, and you do hit one blow powerfully into his chest, and he does stumble and take that damage. But then, as you are following up with a second attack for his face, suddenly he's behind you. It's not that he moved to be behind you, it's that you moved, and he sidestepped, and you are flying forward towards Sanku. Uh, roll me that attack roll, but this time, could you target Sanku? Oh. I was looking at this fucking feat. Yeah, it's a Damn. nasty one, isn't it? It is a good one. 47. Does a 47 hit you, Sanku? 
Yeah. Okay. So roll me that damage, uh, Chuji, against Genhara and against Sanku as you are tricked into striking your own friend. <laughs> here's here's Genhara's damage. Okay. Uh, it's 32. Very nice. He takes it. And here is Sanku's damage, 28. Chuji uh, hits Sanku and they're like, oh, fuck, sorry. <laughs> it's, it's okay. <laughs> um, and Genhara now stands as Chuji. You, you're like able to scamper back into position pretty quickly but Genhara stands over you looming he's like again 12 feet tall and he kind of grins and says maybe I was wrong maybe you two are just sloppy scraps picked up by the fox from the streets would that be accurate is that where they found you because that's where this scavenger hunts Chuji spits on him yeah you spit on him he did spit on him. they did find you on the street <laughs> I mean, I Chuji's not particularly like ashamed of that. <laughs> you have one action left. What do you do? Wouldn't it be funny if I took out my my Phoenix fighting fan? Okay, you can do that. You can definitely do that. All right, I take it out. Okay, Chuji, with a flourish, you take out the Phoenix fighting fan, the relic given to you by the Ruby Phoenix after collecting the silver feathers on Danger Island. Empowered by her magic, you prepare to face off against this Oni Tengu. And it is now... Genhara's turn. And Genhara lets out a and that glass energy shoots through him again, except this time he's not powering up. This time he's releasing an energy wave. And everyone adjacent to him will need to make me a reflex save, please. Oh shit. Damn. Hey, um, that's a nat 20. <laughs> hey, shit! That's also a nat 20. Jesus. Um, okay. And Chuji, that is going to be... That's a fail. That's a fail, I'm afraid. Um, uh, I have two hero points. I'm going to use one. Okay, sure. Woo. 53. Plus path of perfection. All right, all three of you. As Ginhara roars, you all jump back instinctually and just in time. Because as he lets out a surge of power, electricity acts out of him from this glass and into the places that you were all standing just moments ago. With your crit successes, you avoid all the damage, but that uh, experimental energy wave could have done a lot of harm to you all. With his last action, he is going to get out of this uh, bad position where he's being double flanked. And he's not going to use a move action to do it. He's going to do ye old faithful dimensional assault. He teleports behind the Masami that's at the back, zips behind them, and makes a strike into their back. Teleports behind you. Nutting personnel, kid. That's not movement, is it? Uh, that's not movement. No, it's, it's teleportation. Not. It's a teleport. <sighs> Masami, that's 37 to hit. Does not hit. Okay. Senku, it's going to be your turn. Senku is going to cast Elemental Betrayal mm -hmm. with with uh, water. Okay, go for it. And then he's going to cast Hydraulic Push. Okay, maybe an attack roll. 49. 49 is a hit. Roll me that damage, Senku. Awesome. As what happens is I think you shoot a stream of water out and he gets ready to sidestep and get behind Misami, and but you arc that water over their shoulder into his chest and that's a lot of damage. Oh my God. That's 76 damage plus elemental betrayal. That's going to be 96 damage total, Sanku. Holy shit. Oh my God. Genhara is not looking well. 
Uh, he is badly in injured. You can see that there is like a shatter uh, across his chest uh, where your attack has landed. Like some of that glass has shattered and he's like gasping out of pain as he's stumbling back. But he is snarling and looking up at you all and says, I've been following you since you stepped into my maze. Every inch of this place is a part of me. I have cursed your wounds to make sure they couldn't heal. I have harried you, attacked your minds and bodies boat. So why, why do you rise while I fall? And Masami, it is your turn. What do you do? Genhard the Blackwinged is stumbling next to you, clutching his wounds as they glow and shatter. Well, he's by the clone, which does take damage for me as well. Mm -hmm. However, dimensional assault immediately behind him. Okay. So he's flanked by my uh, double again. <laughs> okay, you, he teleported behind you, you teleport behind him. And then... That was a strike for a dimensional assault, but that's a 43? Uh, 43 is going to be a miss against Genhara because he is very, very agile. E wait, hold on. Even with the flank? God fucking damn it. <laughs> with the flank, it's a hit by one. So that's a 25. Okay. So then, they are going to get into Arcane Casket. Okay. Um... And then they are going to spell strike with the same thing that they did um, on the roof when Goku was being destroyed. Spell strike gouging claw. Okay. Fuck it. 42. 42 would be a miss if it wasn't from a flank attack. Masami, that is a hit. Roll me that damage. Damage from the damage from the katana is 20. Then damage from the gouging claw. 33. He's near death. He's barely holding on, Masami. You teleport behind him with a, a dimensional assault. You attack. You attack again. You attack again. But he is still stumbling, still standing, still snarling as glass glows from his inside. As And he is, like, practically unraveling into unreality. Is that your turn or what? That's all I got. <laughs> well, unfortunately, Masami, that is going to be your turn. And she, Chuji, it is your turn. Ginhara Blackwind is barely holding on. You reckon you might be able to knock him down and give Masami a, uh, an opening to take him out? What do you do? I'd like to do just that. <laughs> uh, he is currently fighting off against the bilocated Masami as Sanku's inside uh, or on the front of Kubo, uh, blasting spells out. He is ragged. He is aching. He looks like he's falling apart. Oh. One solid blow should be enough to knock him out. We haven't used an ultimate move in like a really long time. Oh yeah? If I can do anything to like start that and have like Senku join in and we can like help Mazami like fucking just wreck shop on this dude's dick. Sure. Okay, you know what? Let's see, if you can take him out in one hit, if you can take him out in one hit, I will allow you to do a team up attack. I'd like to do a team up attack, yeah. Okay, go for it. Tell me what happens. A three action one inch punch. Team up time. Oh shit. Three action one inch punch, Shuji, with a critical hit 54. Roll me a d6. Let's see, because let's see that anarchic rune come into play. Do you roll minimum damage, maximum damage? Four. Regular crit. Okay. 
Shuji, roll me that damage. <laughs> oh shit! Uh, I. Do you do you think it? Do you think this this team attack is gonna kill? Him? Yes or no? <laughs> well, he had 13 I'm not, HP I'm not left. Sure. How much damage is that, Shuji? That's 124 damage. Okay. So what we're gonna do is, Chuji, you're gonna ex you're gonna tell me the setup. Then Senku's gonna continue it, and then Masami, you're gonna land the final blow. I think that this is a game of paths around. Mm -hmm. Um, I I think that Chuji like sprints to him and just sucker punches the fuck out of him into into Senku's like area. Um, like there's like cracking noises when uh, when Chuji's fist like meets I, probably like it's his like head a area. sonic boom, right? Yeah, like, you punch him so hard that there's like a moment where everything goes still, and then there's like a fucking explosion of wind as he's knocked flying into Sanku. <laughs> yeah, yeah, this attack has impact frames. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Sanku, as he is flying towards you, what do you do? I think he'd probably want to like hit him with another blast of water. Okay, so as he's flying towards you, you ready your staff, and how, how does this blast of water go? Um, he's coming towards uh, Sanku, and Sanku's like, mm, nope! Um, <laughs> and um, I think he uh, uh, slams the, the staff down onto the floor of the, of the uh, porch, like it's a walking mm -hmm. stick, that sort of way. Um, mm -hmm. And I think that the top of it just... Oh, it's like, you know, a pressure washer? <laughs> oh my god. Okay. Um, I think that it's like a beam of water that is as fast and hard as a pressure washer. And it just throws him at Masami. Okay. And Masami, as Genhara the Blackwing is being launched towards you, his glass shattering, his energy unraveling, he is shooting towards both of the Masamis. How does this end? I think Masami kind of elongates their attack with a bunch of small attacks in between. And what I mean by that is first their clone attacks mm -hmm. and their voice kind of go echoes through their clone saying, maybe there was a time where I would have come back. And then Masami comes in with another gut punch right to the glass. And maybe you're right. I would have been your student but that's not how things turned out. And the clone does a roundhouse kick to his head from behind, and the clone says, instead I got a better teacher, and I had better people surrounding me. And Masami then catches him with the katana immediately at his neck, and says, and I'm a better ninja than you ever could have trained. I can walk on my own two feet, no thanks to you. I can be more reliant on myself, no thanks to you. My name isn't Reiko. It's Masami Takahara. And when you see the Lady of Graves, tell her exactly who sent you here. Oh, my and God. they decapitate him. What the fuck? That is the coolest shit I've ever- What the fuck? What the fuck? Okay. <laughs> So I've seen a lot of shonen sure? anime. Yeah. <laughs> it's really fucking good! <laughs> Masami. So to recap, 
Chuji throws the mother of all punches into Genhara and knocks him flying across the room. Sanku slams uh, his staff into the ground, shooting water into Genhara and blasting him right back at you. Masami, you and the clones do a fucking team-up attack on their own. Swish, 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 attack! Going over and over and over again, kicking and punching Genhara harder and harder, keeping him nearly like floating in the air as each punch kicks him up higher and higher, before finally a slice down with the world's most sick burn. And you cut off the head of the master of Oni's mask. And as your blade cleaves through his neck, Masami, cutting him in two, it hisses. 52. Oh my god. (laughs) Their new favorite number. (laughs) Lucky number 52. (laughs) The 52 difference. And as his body hits the floor, for the first time in your life, Masami, you are truly free. And it's done. Can I just say, I'm so scared to ever have a character that has conflict with one of your characters, Luna, because you are so talented at verbal takedowns, I think I would just start crying. (laughs) Yeah, I feel that one. So, the three of you, and Lolo, and Kubo, stand over the headless corpse of Ginharda Blackwind. That's pretty grody. <sighs> okay. Um, they clean off the blade of the katana and sheath it, and they look up at the others and say, <laughs> Um, that, that was, a uh, that was, and they fall to their knees. Oh! oh. Uh, Senku uh, drops to his knees too and he takes he, he holds out his hands to take theirs <sighs> sorry <laughs> um hi <laughs> it's okay. jelly legs I guess it's okay uh, <laughs> hey you're alright this was really big for you <sighs> I know um we haven't had to kill many people in a while and this is, this was big. It's okay. You just have, you're just having an adrenaline drop. <sighs> yeah, it feels like it. I, I don't think it's really at me. Um, I really did that. Yeah, I did it with you guys. Of course. I promised you we'd always be there. You did fucking amazing. Yeah, that was incredible. <laughs> Lolo kind of comes out on, kind of lands on your shoulder, Masami, and says, Masami, not many people get to directly face their fear like that. And fewer (laughs) still are able to do as admirably as you did. Hmm. I'm I'm terribly proud of you, Masami, and I'm glad to call you one of my closest friends. (laughs) I'm glad you guys are here. Really am. I'm glad too. <laughs> and as you're all standing there, suddenly you hear a squeak, and baby Moku walks in. <gasps> Moku, you took a while. Moku looks so confused. How did you get through the maze? <laughs> Moku just kind of like waves the feather at you, oh. and then he kind of like pulls a spike out of his side, like it's oh, nothing. No. <laughs> oh. Are you and okay? He does not seem even a little hurt. 
like it's like he's brushing some leaves off him, you know. <laughs> this guy, this baby, just brute forces his way through the entire maze. Wow. <laughs> if only we had your resilience, would have made this shit a lot easier. <laughs> he looks down at Kenahara and kind of stares. Oh. Hey, don't worry about that one. It's okay. Uh, Misami puts a hand on his nose. <laughs> He accepts it. He lets out another squeal. <laughs> um, Chudi kind of stands up next to Masami. I think they kind of like skated on their knees over to them <laughs> when, <laughs> when they fell. Um, but they, they get up and they kind of lean over a bit. Do you need help up? I can carry you if your legs are not participating. Uh, we'll see. Um, I think Masami takes Chudi's hand and uh, tries to stand up. It's a little wobbly at first, and I think they, I think they use Chuji as like a, uh, an an aid for a second. Yeah, they've like... got both hands trying to help them. <laughs> and um, after like a few like deep breaths, um, it's still a little like their knees still feel a little light, but uh, they're able to stand and they give Chuji a nod, saying, "I'm okay. I'm good. Um, I'm good." Thanks, though. I I think Chuji gives Masami a hug. <laughs> I think Masami is a bit stunned from that, but quickly recovers and gives Chuji a hug back. Really? Good job. <laughs> Thanks for the opening. <laughs> of course. They, they, they'd stop hugging Masami or like, that, <laughs> that show of affection didn't happen. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you definitely. <laughs> Sanku's not forgetting. <laughs> Sanku won't say anything, but all of you know that he's never shutting. That he's he's never he's never forgetting that. He's gonna say <laughs> it. He's gonna mention it. Rat bastard. <laughs> Lolo kind of looks and says, "Maybe we should take a rest. It looks like maybe with him out of the way, we should be able to heal now." Yeah, let's try that. I think it'll be good. Don't want to face Sindara like this, I don't think. Mm, no. <laughs> I want to face Sindara with every inch of my power. Thank you. Why don't we <laughs> hop inside of Kubo and have a meal? Or we continue deeper. I that think that's good. a good idea. And so, in the middle of this tower, inside a, a crab-legged hut, the three of you recover after killing one of your greatest nightmares and prepare to reach the next floor, where you will enter, at last, the lair of the Lightkeepers.
This episode of Dice Will Roll would not have been possible without the support of our patrons. Maxine Mainstream, So Grease Lobo, Nick Roberts, Phoebe Jeebies, Daisy Gilliam, Lux Rexus, Bairdan Stormcrow, Sam Stryker, Tony Saunders, Mita, Arave, Varian the Girls, GP Dora, Marshmallowberry, Ferric Falcon, Luis Loza, Ares, Alexander Criswell, May Cohen, Skyly, Kendra West, Jim Lee Tricked, Transgirl Trish, Tonic, Bal Punyon, Join the Catman, Matthew Wilson Krasovich, Dylan Shark, Glitch HD, Jay Snooks, Zenith Drums, Jonathan Love, Sophia Varlera, G Barbera, Luke, Gideon, Sarah B, Seth, Ravona Darklow, Kira, Lichlow, Gizmo, Talison, Cass, Fable McLeodough, Ava, Remthy Wright, Lonesome Chunk, Steph, Sean C, Natasha Lumley, Rhiannon C, Ellie, Jenna Mitchell, Kane Kendrick, Sky Evangeline, Triceratops, Anna Maria, Jordan, Cynical Spinstress, Emily Laderna, John the Bookwriter, SS66 Seeker, and Dame Valerie the Turd. If you'd like to see what you can get for helping us keep it rolling, check out patreon.com slash dice roll today. How would you like to look five years younger? In a clinical study, people that had volume added with Juvederm Voluma XC in the cheeks perceived themselves as looking five years younger at six months after treatment. Look younger, feel like you. Add volume for lift and contour in the cheeks with Juvederm Voluma XC. Reverse signs of aging by adding volume to smooth laugh lines with Juvederm Volure XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you.